2: G'day everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. A really, really special show for you tonight. good g'day to you.
0: G'day Tony. Obviously that's the music of Leader who won this week's poll, defeating Coco Beware.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm not liking these oldies getting knocked off. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: what do you think about it, Lyle?
3: Oh, I would have went with the nostalgia... Of Coco Beware, is always uh, one of my favourites, with Frankie on his shoulder. And Jake obviously, Jake, Jay obviously not here at the moment, so Wait, do
0: did, I need
2: to get him on the phone?
0: No, he's meant to, did, did you bring him back from Geelong? No,
2: I thought he was with you, he came with you.
0: Yeah, but you know, I don't live that close to him.
2: But he doesn't drive, he hasn't got a car. Do the uh, trains, they didn't have a delay or something in Geelong? Well no, they've been doing railway, they've been doing railworks all the way. He could still be walking. Well, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. Hey, I'll tell you what, it was a good Saturday too. Uh, Lyle, great to see you there. Yeah, yeah. uh, What is it with this troop? no, No, (laughs) no one's dedicated. No,
0: they're not. I have been on every single show.
2: You, you have and Until congratulations next to week. you. Yeah, exactly. I won't be here next <laughs> week. <laughs> but we have a do have a very very special guest. We'll announce that later spot. on. In we the will show. do that exactly right. But first of all, let's head back a couple of days. It was Saturday night at Geelong at the Geelong West Town Hall. It was a cracking show too, of uh, eight bouts and over two hundred people in the crowd. It was a really great crowd. We got to speak to a few of the wrestlers before their events,
0: and they really looked after us. PCW, yeah, so okay. I really want to thank them. Congratulations. Um, thanks, Steve, and the team at. PCW. Yep. Yeah. Even
2: that weird, up. what's that weird, what were they calling him?
0: Uh they were calling him Austin Powers. Austin Powers. I think that's very nice. I think
3: you know who we mean, lad, don't you? Uh, yeah. Can we just ask? He's him? a friend of the show. I, I don't think he's that we should friend, be. But I he does think look we should like Austin be. Powers a little bit.
0: It uh, might be a passing resemblance. So I don't think it's very nice. Let's head to our interviews. He's a good referee life. and he took the biggest bump I've well, ever seen. Well, he's a better
2: referee than the other bloke. <laughs> He's the worst. He took a huge seen. bump on the weekend. He did a massive bump. A massive bump. Uh, regardless of all that, we had some great interviews. Let's head back a couple of days to Geelong. And our first guest today is Mark Cage, the Relentless. How are you going? I'm oh, good, mate. How, <laughs> How is are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm Fantastic. Really good.
0: Thanks for joining us. Um, big match coming up tonight, and a big match uh, in three weeks. Yes, is it? September first. Yes, fighting for the national championship. And you're fighting against Lucas Daniels. Correct. And the lead-up's been quite... Uh, it's been quite uh, acrimonious, to say the least. Acrimonious is what I would have gone with, too.
4: Right. Yeah, it's... Um, i got to tell you, man, it's a, it's a rough ride. Like, he's a serious competitor. He's never been... I've never been in the ring with someone who's more physical than Lucas Daniels, I don't think. Um, he brings a different element because of his background. But, yeah, we're just sort of going at it 100% and hopefully making September show really big.
0: Well, talk me through last week. Uh, last week you were not meant to be in... Look, I'm only going from what Tricky's telling, telling yeah. everyone through Facebook. Good source. You weren't meant to, you weren't meant to be <laughs> in the building. That's the best for us. I yeah. did see, can I, can I, I can see I some say, video... No, I have a story
2: you. about Tricky later on okay. that I'm looking forward to breaking. Awesome.
0: <laughs> but you, um, I saw the video that you took as you entered the building yes. coming in through the car park. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
4: do you want well, to talk us through that? Well, apparently I was uninvited. I didn't realise I was uninvited. Because well, I, I you work I'm, for the company. Yeah, I'm pretty, I am pretty. thought I could just rock up and just sit with my people in the crowd, but apparently I couldn't.
0: Well, you didn't buy a ticket. I saw you were going to buy a ticket. and oh, you didn't, didn't have have my, my wallet no money.
5: on me. <laughs> I didn't have my wallet on me. Yeah, we're not sure. We have a ticket to this. We've got a couple of seats we might just have to bring along. So <laughs>
4: but yeah, you um, can sit with us, VIP section. Oh, I would love to. Um, I kind of just wanted to throw Lucas Daniels off a little bit because he was having this big fancy match and doing his little mic spot. And I was like, hey, I would just talk about like everything he said to me, how he keeps running his mouth when I'm not there. He's always tough when his opponent isn't in the room. Yep. And that's just kind of like, it's not, it's not really a noble thing to do. If you're going to be scared, you may as well be scared all the time. If you're going to be tough, you're going to be tough all the time. So I thought I'd just sort of play his own game and... Play a few mind games with him, and apparently I wasn't allowed in the building. I think we're all a little bit like that—a bit tough when, when someone
5: <laughs> else out, out, out of the room. Yeah, um, when there. You've had a bit of uh, work with um,
4: the King of uh, Dong Style, uh, Joey yes. Ryan. Uh, let us yes. uh, know a bit about that. Sure, it was very entertaining. Well, it was—it was very entertaining. Um, he's a really good wrestler, really good performer. He's like sort of his own kind of thing, and absolutely. Um, and you guys all know that, and everyone knows that. Um, What's different about it is we've actually wrestled in matches twice of World Series yep. wrestling, so I would go out on a limb and say we actually have a feud of World Series wrestling. Sure do. So I'm pretty sure I want a third match with Joey Ryan if he's listening or he's going to listen to this. And out, no, I could think I can be, well, he'd be he's the only, only wrestler
2: in Australia that doesn't. He's not yeah. in Australia,
4: <laughs> well, so he's that honest, would be difficult. But we're, we, <laughs> are a, we, we are a global um,
5: brand, you know, podcast yeah. brand, so I'm, I'm, I would be sure that he'd listen to this. Yeah, sure. I,
0: want, I want to talk a little bit about World Series Wrestling, yes. because you get booked consistently for World Series Wrestling. What's it like in that change room?
4: Oh, man, I've got to tell you, it's, um, it's different it's very, like, around your idols, the people that you watch. Um, but you got to look at it as they're, like, one of you. Yep. You're not on an, any different level type of thing because otherwise you just get starstruck and and it kind of throws you off your game. But, yeah, it's good. It's, it's cool learning little things that you wouldn't actually learn, like, face-to-face if you meet them, like behind the merch stand or anything. Just being around them, you kind of learn how they sort of do things why they're so successful the little kind of intricate details so that's really really cool to see so i kind of just sit in my own little section try to make as many friends yeah kind of i just sort of i don't want to say the wrong thing to anyone so i'm just trying to make as many friends as possible
5: well you look at their next show the card the card looks crazy unbelievable and and, and, uh, i think they're um they're gonna be mentioning someone else on monday and they're announcing but that'll be old news by the time
0: we got we got Indy Hartwell to tell us before she was announced. That's so, what I'm are you to... going to be on?
5: I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Um, hopefully,
0: can, everyone can just hashtag World Series Wrestling Bookmark Cage. Yes, that would Bookmark
5: be awesome. Cage. <laughs> I think um, that's it. You, you're on now. That is uh, <laughs> hopefully. Um, I, I, hopefully. And I apologise to the internet for blowing it up because <laughs> yeah. it is. Hey Mark, go. I want to talk
2: to you about coming up against Lucas Daniels in a championship match. Yes. And you,
5: you, when you spoke about him
2: before, you seem to have even though you've got a little bit of contempt for him, you've got a bit of respect for him as well because you know what he's achieved in the business. How do you get yourself mentally ready for a match like that? Is it different to any other match that you you, you perform in or is it just
4: the same? Um, well, I sort of tackle every match a little bit differently, obviously, because there's different opponents that you face. So you can't really... I think it's a bit silly if you look at every match the same. But... Um, so with Lucas Daniels, of course I respect him. I respect everyone who's a champion. Um, it's silly not to respect them because whatever they've done, whatever path they've taken has led them to the top. So you're going up against one of the best, regardless of what you think about them personally. Um, I don't really like some of the tactics he's taken to get to where he is now. But nonetheless, he he's a fighter. He has a fighting background. He's really good at striking. He's I don't know if he's really good at wrestling because he was sort of a former kickboxing champion but as in terms of me i sort of leading up to this match i'm i'm taking more of a striking path and doing a few more boxing lessons and just really preparing myself for the brutality that is lucas daniels
0: but obviously you've got the advantage when it comes to wrestling
4: i have the i have the background experience um on my side which is which is good i've i've been through a lot of things i've i've faced some really good opponents, um, I was fortunate enough to wrestle Ricochet, so I've wrestled a, a big variety. Possibly the best. The best. That's I think, I would say the, one of the best. Well, we've, um,
5: one of our questions was about Ricochet, I mean, what, a, what an incredible uh, experience,
4: can you please yeah. tell us a little bit more about that? Was that 2016? Was that right? Yeah, 2016, just after that, I think it was just after that match I actually tore my ACL, yep. so... So it was we, a really... We got good... all
5: our questions. Yeah, we go. we
4: got, I feel like we're going to go all night.
5: Uh, Bye I did my <laughs> research. Yeah, go...
4: Uh, <laughs> could you... Uh, yeah, let us know about the Ricochet because that's It was incredible. fantastic. It was, it was such a good experience. Um, he's such a professional in every sense of the word, outside the ring, inside the ring. Um, it was a little bit intimidating at first, but I feel like we went out there and had a really good match and I was kind of hoping and pushing for another match with him on World Series Wrestling but then he got signed to WWE so yeah. you can't really blame the guy awesome, awesome. <laughs> but you've
0: obviously elevated him to that level
4: oh absolutely Yeah. if you wrestle Mark Cage going to
5: WWE yeah, him and uh, <laughs> getting the Joey Ryan Dong style thing, uh, you know further on um, you talked about the ACL what a night for you in 2016 yeah. am I right in saying that you lost your title did your ACL and had two of your yeah. uh, stable mates turn on you he's yeah Absolutely, <laughs> got to do something while yeah. drinking in the car. So, um, <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I was a passenger by the way, please. That's funny. Please. <laughs> God, I for that. oh, that's funny. Yeah,
4: um, you let us know. Um, yeah, well, the best I wouldn't say the best, but if there's any positive to doing my ACO, is I was unfortunately did it my other knee when I was like 16 because oh, of wrestling. So, true. I've done both. Um, that's why, like, I always kind of say when I'm talking to people, I've been wrestling for like, X amount of time, I think it's, like, just over eight years, but only six years in the ring, because I had, like, two years of recovery, but the second time I did it, um, I don't know, man, it was, it was weird, because, like, you don't really prepare yourself mentally or physically for that kind of thing, like, you always hope that the injuries never happen, but it's just, it's one of those things, you always put your body on the line week in and week out, so I wouldn't say it's a matter of time, but the risk is there, um, and unfortunately, it just happened to me, but I, I'm one of those guys that sort of adapt to every situation that's thrown... Every hurdle that's thrown in front of me. And I just adapted, got through it, and came back.
0: And you've come back strongly. So that's been really good to watch uh, from a fan's perspective. Thank you. Uh, You got a question, too? No. You? I'm sure I did, or I lost it.
2: Take take us through
4: your next uh, month or so. Obviously, you've got some bookings ahead. What are you doing? Um, Pretty much just wrestling for PCW because that sort of takes up a lot of my time doing because they do every week they do ignition and then the big show leading up and it's i actually like it because it gets me invested into a story i love stories i love telling stories so and pcw does tell
0: really good stories is one of the real strengths of the promotion
4: yeah i feel like that's a really big thing for us it's more of the focal point i'm not saying Anyone else doesn't tell stories, but for us, it's really story-driven. So I guess with the regular good. shows, that really helps, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely, for sure. We definitely.
5: To tell a
2: As we talk, we're about 45 minutes away from the lights going down and the show opening. Oh. Is this a, a favourite time of yours, this period just before the show, people walking in, you're starting to get yourself in, into character and all yes, that? Yes, well, I sort of, of get
4: really... It, it helps me get amped, Yeah. Um, sometimes nervous... But I feel like if you're not nervous, you don't really care as much. Do you okay. go to the toilet a lot when you're nervous? <laughs> I go to the toilet a lot because I drink a lot of water. Oh, no, we've, got, we've got a
2: co host here who goes to the toilet five times so
5: I don't feel like I'm nervous, but my bladder's a little bit nervous, <laughs> made <so>. in Taiwan.
4: <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's go. good. It gets me amped. I actually. Constantly look to see how the crowd's going. Yeah, because well, it's filling up. It's great. It's great. It's, it should I be a think good turn.
5: They're under turnbuckles here, and uh,
4: everyone wants to be a, a part of it. can <laughs> just, you're
2: just here, chanting. <laughs> hey, Mark, thank you so much for your time tonight, mate. We really do appreciate. It. We look forward to. That championship match, and, oh, uh, thank and you. hopefully, the 1st of September. Yeah.
4: First of September So, hopefully, everyone can get down and watch me win the national championship. Get on to pcw.com.au to get tickets to that one. Thank you very much. Thanks for the opportunity, guys. I appreciate it. We have to talk more. I feel we'll like we look forward to it. It. We'll yeah, do, for sure. we've we'll do it. We've only just touched on it.
0: Yeah, I think that we get you back and do an in depth interview at some stage. Well, the that. good thing
4: about it is is
2: that, well, she's actually going away, and uh, JXT's actually coming on as a, a guest co host. Oh, if cool. that works, we'll Are just keep you
3: good figs. We'll no, just keep him away forever. We'll just <laughs> cool. Good morning,
2: mate. Thanks for your Thank time. Thank
4: you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it.
2: Mark Cage joining us and having a chat about his career. Oh. And uh, it is a, a career that's definitely on the rise, isn't it, boys? It's uh, one that we... I just look forward to that opportunity that he gets on the 1st of September. Yeah, and uh, He'll take it
0: with both hands. The thing about Mark is he is very young still, and he's he's wrestled in a... Um, he gets a lot of opportunities because he's one of the most uh, in, intense performers in PCW so he gets opportunities to work for World Series Wrestling to go over and work with Riot City Wrestling um, because of what he does inside the PCW yep. ring every week
5: yeah my boys at Wright City Wrestling you know always good you know. so boys? the crowd's starting oh, to build
2: up here which is fantastic it's a uh, it's going to be a good crowd, I have no doubt about that. Boys, we're going to get out into the crowd shortly, too, and have a chat to those. People got some fantastic uh, retro DVDs to give away. Very retro. Uh, Judgment Day, Royal Rumble, and One Night Stand. Some pretty good stuff there, Joe. I know
5: you'd like to win them, but you
2: can't. One,
0: one is a is a popular one, to be honest.
5: Yeah, I might, I might go uh, give those out. I might go mingle the people. Oh. Look who's stepped up Welshie.
0: We are joined by the national champion of
2: PCW, Mr. Lucas Daniels. Goodness gracious, man! He's brought the belt out. That looks spectacular, Lucas. It certainly does. Really oh, appreciate thanks. your time. Thanks for having me.
1: Uh, thank you for coming on board, uh, mate. You, you carry that around like a surprise trophy. I'm sure it is. It absolutely is. Uh, it's something really special to be sort of. Um, well, it's really special to be the. Uh, sort of the face of the company, and uh, it's a company that I've followed and, and watched for a long, long time, and um, and it's great that I can be the person that represents the company and uh, and, and do this title and, and the looks, championship justice. That, yeah.
5: that belt really looks good on you as well.
1: It certainly does.
5: I wouldn't mind having a photo with it, if that's okay, <laughs> but I'm kind of intimidated. I'll fight you for it. Yeah, yeah, I might might go behind Walsh here. Um, you obviously come from a kickboxing background. Can yeah, you um, let us know a little bit about those? Um, the pro wrestling fans out there that are maybe
1: uh, unaware of um, that world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, basically, I've been involved in martial arts and kickboxing since I was a young young boy, yeah. and uh, was a professional fighter for the better part of ten years. Was reasonably wow. successful in uh, in both boxing and kickboxing. Um, so I actually know Tony from a past life. And uh, we moved on now to through powerlifting as a um, as a competitive sport for a few years, and and now I put my hand to professional wrestling. And, and judging by the uh, the gold, we're going okay.
5: Um, what what are the links between that that you that you've seen that um, that background has helped you with pro wrestling?
1: Look, as, as I say, I was, I was pretty pretty successful as a fighter. Um, yep. I won a couple of world titles in in kickboxing, a couple of yep. Australian boxing titles on my way through, and and really. I've grown up watching wrestling, I've grown up um, being very passionate about wrestling, and it's what little boy doesn't want to grow up and be a professional wrestler, right? Um, yeah. So basically, as once my kickboxing career wound down, and um, and once my powerlifting sort of got to a point where I'm sort of not really ready to compete anymore, I um, decided to put my hand to professional wrestling. I've, I've known... Uh, Tricky and Daniel Swagger for a long, long time as well. So that's sort of something that um, the connection there with PCW, I've um, yep. been watching the shows for near on 15 years and um, and decided to put my hand to professional wrestling. And, and you know, I mentioned Tricky. He's been a, a really great mentor for me, picking up the craft and and being able to take... My previous knowledge as a as a very experienced fighter, yep. and and turn that into something that I can adapt into the professional wrestling sort of avenue.
2: I'm sure. glad you've spoken about Tricky Lucas, and is this a, a good enough time that I can bring this? Uh, I guess. Uh, I've i know, a revelation. I think you know. can you wait until we're not got a guest? No, well, uh, but I think Lucas Daniels would be interested to hear this. Did you know that I was able to bring along Tricky's father tonight? No, that's the difference oh, would be <laughs> the difference would father. The difference would hasn't <laughs> spoken to his father. For over 15
1: years, and he's here tonight to try and get some sort of word out of his out of his son. Well, Tricky's a, a very close friend of mine, and um, just on appearances, that's a that just looks like a normal scooter, mate. No, I, no it's a Tricky, not a scooter. Mate. Tricky rides a mobile. This that's definitely a scooter. a scooter. That's that's a scooter. I am doubting that. I do have to defend Tricky's uh, difference mobile because that just looks like a. It looks like a cheap... A run range. of the yeah, And
5: yeah, not because I'm intimidated, but I'm totally with you there. I, I think there needs to be like a DNA test I didn't or think something. You, I didn't think you'd appreciate it. I, I, I shouldn't have brought oh, it up when oh. I did.
2: I should have brought it up I, did. I want to talk to you about your other careers that you said you had. Absolutely. with boxing and kickboxing, and, and we have known each other from that past life. That compared to wrestling, what's tougher on the body? <laughs> Six to
1: one, half a dozen to the other. It is, Look, yeah? It's, uh, uh, I'm... So as I say, my body over the you know, 25 plus years that I've been competing has uh, has taken a bit of bit of wear and tear. Um, got some sore joints. Got some got some stuff that I carry. So it's hard to compare because when I was fighting, I was a bit younger and sort of a bit healthier in terms of like just conditioning. Um, because I've got that that wear and tear. I've got, got some miles on the old rig now. Um, but look. professional wrestling is something that's really impactful um and it's very very hard on the body so i don't really get a let up these days but it's a different different kind of pain if that makes sense um but it all hurts and you've got a big match coming up uh september the 1st yeah big
0: title defense uh what are your thoughts on mark cage
1: yeah he's he's okay i suppose look he's got the number one contendership um he he made his way back from, from an injury. Um, it was you know when he was before he was injured. He was really at, at the top of the field. Uh, since he's been sort of out and injured and recovering, um, I've had my my rise to the top and I've really taken control of the of the roster taken control of the division and um you know I saw that target was the championship obviously as it is for every single person on the roster and I decided that I was going to take that and now he wants to come and take that from me and I'm not really going to let him
5: it was let let me make it clear don't shoot the messenger but like he did say a couple of things that he he said that he had you covered on the wrestling side of things um, and he paraphrasing was paraphrasing at best. Uh, and I think you might have used the word arrogant. Um, how, can you respond to these two claims that were clearly not from me? I did defend your cause. No, you didn't. I did defend, yeah?
1: Yeah, look, it's, it's arrogant if you can't back it up. So, a good point. you know, as far as I'm concerned, I come out every week. I, I talk a big game, absolutely, but I should talk a big game because I'm the best in the company. So if I wasn't the best in the best in the company, if I wasn't backing it up week by week, then he might have a point. But given that, also, he might have a plan. Everyone has a good plan until they get punched in the face, right? Quite That's true.
0: Great, Mike Tyson. I want to talk a little bit about a match from a few weeks ago. You had a cage match yes. against Daniel Swagger. Yeah, absolutely. A very violent yeah. match, a very hard-hitting
1: match. Yeah. Uh, how was that? Was that your first experience inside the cage? First time inside a cage? Yeah. Um, well, I've still got a title around my waist, so it was good fun. It was uh, it was the culmination. It was the end of, of of a very long story that I've got with with Daniel Swagger, and um, it started you, you know 18 months ago after knowing him for a long time. Um, we developed a, a pretty fierce rivalry. Uh, I was really happy to to put an end put an end to Daniel Swagger, put an end to the the run that Daniel Swagger's had over many many years, but been very very successful. Um, but I felt like, you know, it just gets to me the way that he panders to the people. It gets to gets to me the way that he uh, goes about his business, not to not even just to win matches and to win championships. It's all about being popular, and I'm not about being popular. I'm about being the best.
0: It's not how you play the game. It's whether you win or lose. That's my my philosophy. Look, as it's, well. a, it's a
1: it's a results based exercise, isn't it? Um, we're here to get wins and losses. I'm, I couldn't care less whether I'm popular or not I'm the champion and that's, that's what the goal is
2: you can't accept though that there's two different types of people in this world there's people like yourself who do have that bit of arrogance about them and don't confidence ac- Tony no, and that confidence, confidence that's fair enough too but there are people that like the attention from, from the crowd and the like are, are you happy to showbotes th- well, Tony, it show Tony I,
1: I accept that there's two different types of people in the world there's winners and losers and I happen to be on the winner side
2: I can't argue about that that's
1: a way yeah perfect
2: can't argue about that how tough is it to be the hunted? Uh, you know what it was like to be the hunter. You finally got the prize. How tough is it being the hunter?
1: Is it different? Full of cliches tonight, mate. A wolf doesn't bother himself with the opinions of the sheep. I just stand there. I knock people out as they come one by one, and uh, and I just carry on with the with the, the gold around my waist. So it doesn't bother me. We every week I go out there. And my my goal is to to knock out the person who's in front of me. So. The title's in safe hands. I'm not. I'm not bothered at all.
5: Um, you, we've talked about your kickboxing and being relatively new to um, competing in pro wrestling. Are there things that you feel like you've still got room to evolve in, um, in terms of in the
1: ring, or are you pretty much figuring you're at peak? No. Look, there's there's no such thing as per- perfection, is there? So we're always always looking for a new level of of performance well was looking for a new level of confidence we was always looking for um, reaching new heights in terms of what we can deliver in the ring every week so really i spend you know countless hours every week studying tape watching film training you know the i, I sort of carry on with the the unrivaled as my my catchphrase and I really live by that so I'm unrivaled in the gym my work ethic I'm unrivaled with my my study and putting myself in terms of gaining knowledge and really putting myself in the best position possible to to defend my championship and and to be the face of the company because this company with its history deserves to have a champion that really stands the test of time.
0: And with your work um, during the day, yes. obviously you are working in the fitness industry. Correct. How much of an advantage does that give you? And do you want to give your business a plug?
1: Sometimes, uh, sometimes it's a disadvantage because I'm very busy like coaching my own athletes and, and training my clients. So sometimes it, it actually limits me time-wise in terms of how much I can put into myself at the gym um but you know i've been i've been doing this for a long time as well so i've, I've managed to find strategies to sort of work around and make sure that uh, as well as making sure my clients aren't disadvantaged by my own personal interests i also have time to to make sure that i put into what i need to do to stay at the top of my game to take care of my body to make sure that every saturday night when i come out to the ring that i'm in the best possible condition who's your hairdresser because um, that's
2: a bad haircut. The tattooed, so, No, it
1: is a shock. The tattooed barber in Roeville, and they do a great job, uh, and they're just up the road from PTC goodness. Roeville, the yeah, best gym in mean, the world. I'd
5: like, I'd like to see you two in a ring. Because
1: uh, be, Tony I mean, everyone you're need need to a barber. No, yes, like to to I said, mate, I'm not here to impress people. I'm just here to do my thing and be the best.
2: Lucas Daniels, we wish you all the best uh, in holding on to that title. Hopefully Absolutely. it's a long reign for you, mate. And uh, as I said, uh, I've known you in the past. You've always been really gracious in... in Defeat and, and in winning. I think that's
1: changed a little bit though, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. we look forward to it. September first, PCW Energy. Uh, we'll be putting Mark Cage down. So it'll be very very good night and be interesting. You might might be seeing the last of Mark Cage, I reckon. Good on you, champ. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Lucas Daniels
2: joining us for
6: the channel.
5: <laughs> <you> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's the right time to continue our chat here tonight. We're live, of course, at Geelong West Town Hall, PCW Wrestling here tonight. Walshy, do you want to
0: introduce our next guest? Well, we've had to do this behind closed doors because our special guest tonight is doing a surprise return.
7: Yes, I am.
0: And it's Nate Cross.
7: <laughs> yes, thank you very much for having me, guys. How have you been?
2: We've been fantastic, Nate. How have you been? You broke your hand uh, a little while back in a, in a match. How's that all going?
7: Yeah, it was good. I broke it around about three months ago in a match against Edward Dusk. It was for the Ignition Championship, and um, just one of those unlucky things. He went for a Rainmaker clothesline on me, and as I kind of took it, I landed on my hand, twisted it awkwardly, Uh, was sore for the rest of the match. Still managed to win, win the Ignition Championship, go home, then the next day find out it's broken, and then the next week have to give up the championship, unfortunately. So,
0: nice. How far into the match was it, and did you know there was something seriously wrong as soon as it happened?
7: So I would say it's about three quarters of the way through, and as it happened, I knew instantly. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's not right." And I went to the ref. I went, my hands done, and then I, with my finisher, it's called the DC. So it's basically a rainmaker, except for, instead of doing the clothesline, I hit the code breaker. So I actually have to push on people's back with that hand, and that was the most excruciating thing I've ever experienced, having to push and just feeling that bone move yeah. in my hand. It, yeah, it wasn't the most comfortable of things, but, yeah, have to finish a match. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you don't give up in those scenarios. Jay, unless you
0: people... pick Cass, obviously. He gave up when he
2: got injured, but...
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: true. exactly. Your pain threshold is very low, Jay. You would have... Uh, yeah,
5: I know. I've uh, cut myself on a few stubbies on the way here, so uh, responsible about drinking.
0: Pulling, and you thought about pulling out of the show.
5: Oh, yeah, I'm in <laughs> agony. Um, big rival of yours is Cass Stone. Uh,
7: tell yes. us about that. So Cass and I started wrestling together, oh, I think, five years ago now. So we started, I think, within a month or two of each other, and we've really been on the same level the whole time. So when I was the tag team championship at PCW... Sorry, Tag Team Champion. He was the Slam Champion. Then on top of there, we've kind of... Uh, we stayed our separate ways for a long time, and then we kind of came together on a collision course, and ever since, we've just been butting heads. And So last year was when it really came to a climax, and we just had this, I think it was a 40-minute match that people were saying. Was, it got voted Match of the Year, and we had people coming up to us saying, it's the best live match we've ever seen, things like that. So that was a really... Um, Interesting experience. I do wish that Cass and I could become closer, but um, he's decided to be his way and call himself the true champion and be a bit arrogant, and that's not the way I like to present myself. So, unfortunately...
5: That's a bit like me and Welchie. Sometimes we just have those issues.
0: (laughs) No comment. Um, Now, obviously, comeback match tonight, uh, but I want to know more about the period where you're injured, where the difference in training, what goes through your mind, that sort of thing?
7: So I'll start off by going through the mental, because the mental is probably the toughest bit for me, because I'm actually heavily involved behind the scenes at PCW, so a lot of the the behind-the-scenes marketing and coaching and running shows I help out with. So having to actually be at wrestling and not... ..and not... B wrestling is one of the toughest things especially when it's a business that everybody who's in it absolutely loves and once you're in the ring and you feel that adrenaline rush it just sucks to know that you should be out there but you're not because something stupid happened so from a mental point of view it really uh, drained me out Um, yeah it was tough Uh, I really hated doing the coaching at the PCW Academy for a bit but um, as I got through it a bit more and more it it was kind of my. It was the place I needed to be, because if I wasn't there, I was at home doing nothing. Because I couldn't go to the gym, I couldn't drive a car, I couldn't do anything. It's amazing what breaking a hand stops you from doing. Like I had to get someone to drive me to work every day. It's just not fun at all.
2: Uh, does it give you an opportunity though to freshen up as well? We know how how tough wrestling can be on a on a wrestler's body. So to give you that opportunity just to sort of have a month or two off and get your body fresh and, and ready for another big season?
7: Yeah, I think having the time off both helps and it's also a disadvantage because after a while of consistently being in the ring and bumping and experiencing that ring you really build up a callus for it. And now that I'm getting back in the ring and training again every morning, I'm waking up sore and even going to the gym again, I'm waking up sore. Yeah. So it's been a really tough process to get back to where I am. And I really would, wouldn't would say I'm back where I am. In the time off, I actually put on 10 kilos and got the heaviest I've wow. ever been. So when I left, I was 82 and came back 92. And I've dropped, I think, five to seven kilos from there. So I'm almost back, but not quite. So from that point of view, it was quite tough. But... Um, In terms of reinventing myself, I think this time off has really helped me because I was getting very repetitive and the Nate Cross people came to know was the same Nate Cross that they saw two weeks ago, a month ago, six months ago. Now I've had the opportunity to look at myself from a marketing point of view of how can I make myself stand out. Excellent. So I've come back, I've reinvented myself, so this... This, uh, not this week, September 1st at PCW Energy. That will be the moment to f- see all the new things come together. I'm not going to tell you too much about it sure because enough. it's under wraps, but it will be a brand new net cross.
0: One of the beauties of PCW is that you guys get to work every week. Yes. Um, I guess one of the dangers can be that you are seeing the same guys work every week. Yeah. How much wrestling do you watch outside of PCW? Uh, to get your ideas and to freshen up your character and your in-ring work?
7: So, I don't watch as much as I used to. I used to be a big mark for companies like PWG, Ring of Honor, New Japan. But um, as time's gone, I've gone on, I've kind of not lost interest. It's just hard to find the time for those things as you grow up um, with working and being at the academy and things like that. So, I've... I've gotten to the point where I don't really need to watch those things anymore because um, my brain kind of knows, OK, if I do that there, it will work if I do that. so And the crowd
0: will tell you a lot as well.
7: Yeah, exactly. I, I don't go into my matches planning a huge amount. I prefer this is where it could go. And if they're not there, let's go there.
2: I want to know what hurt more, the hand or having to forfeit the Ignition Championship? <laughs> um, because that would have, that would have been gut wrenching, absolutely. I mean, winning it and then losing it.
7: So, in fact, that was my actually actually my first singles championship. So, I finally won it. Actually, no, sorry, it wasn't my first. It was my second. Sorry, I had I won the dual championship. That's all right.
2: We forgot the first one as
7: well. <laughs> I won the um, dual championship, and then I won the ignition championship. That's technically the same run because the uh, dual championship got taken off me and. Uh, got swapped for the Ignition Championship. But obviously in the process of forfeiting it, I have to battle again to get the new one. So you can say it's in the same run, but it's not really. But it's my first opportunity to really have this shiny belt. And for me, I felt like I was one of the proper faces of the company at that point. So to get to that point, And then you get to the hospital and they show you the x-ray and you can physically see the bone way off where it should be to the point where I actually have a shorter knuckle now. It's Mm. five millimetres shorter. It was heartbreaking having to go out there and tell the fans that sorry to let you down, but uh, you won't be hearing my music anymore and I'll be gone for a while. It it was a tough experience. So.
5: can imagine. Um, You you were talking about the work you do behind the scenes, like the coaching and the marketing. Um, How does that affect you as a wrestler? And I guess in their own roles, whether you uh, enjoy them when they're not torture of not
7: being out there. Um,
5: Yeah, tell us a bit about that.
7: So I'll start talking about the PCW Academy. Anybody who uh, wants to join, just go to au for, for some information on that. But so I'm one of the senior coaches at the PCW Academy. I am at the moment, I'm moving on to a new role, which is the marketing role, because that's what I do outside of PCW. So from that point of view, it, it's great. Honestly, some of the seeing the fresh kids um, who really want to live their dream as a professional wrestler, there's nothing more inspiring than seeing people debut their first match and go on and go on. And eventually being on the Ignition roster and facing them is one, it's a big moment for them because they're finally moving up in the world. And two, it's a big moment for me to see I built this person up yeah, to this point. For sure. From the marketing point of view, I think marketing is probably the most underrated thing in independent wrestling. If you look at people like the Young Bucks, they're the people who have nailed it, like Cody. And the reason they're so good is because they understand marketing. Mm. So from a marketing point of view, um, sorry, mental blank.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I, well, when you talking about the marketing, I mean, I'm a big, big fan of. I've been
7: watching being the elite. Like it just yeah.
5: really sets sets up their sets up so much of what they're doing.
7: Yeah, exactly. In Australia, a lot of people are just a, 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 what we say weekend warriors. Okay, yeah. they're wrestlers for the weekend, but the rest of the week they're not worrying about it. They're not going out of their way to yeah. make a new t shirt design, make a video, promote the show. It's a lot of... Do interviews with great podcasts. Yes.
5: Yeah. Or this one. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> even, though, uh, even though we're technically on the weekend, but yes. <laughs>
2: uh, well, Nate, if you're moving into a marketing role with PCW, we look, we look forward to working with you more as, yes. uh, as we go along because there's so much more that we want to do with you guys and a lot of the independent wrestling shows right around Australia. So uh, we look forward to that role. Thank you so much for your time today. We really do appreciate it. I, I'm really looking forward to the crowd popping. When this guy pops
5: out and, uh, hi guys,
7: I'm here. Oh, one <laughs> yeah, he final thing to you, it.
5: you mentioned about getting to the age of um, not having time to watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honour. Mm-hmm. I haven't got to that age yet, but I'll let you know
0: <laughs> where my girlfriend I'm pretty girlfriend sure you're, you're older yeah, as well. Yeah, I sure think
5: maybe if, <laughs> a decade or so. Yeah. Good on you, Nate.
2: All the best, mate. And Thank we you look so forward much, to your guys. comeback. Enjoy All the right. show. Nate Cross joining us here on the Turnbuckle. Thank you. And Welcome back.
4: Uh,
3: had a lot of fun at Geelong, boys. Oh, some good interviews. Lyle, you missed it, but did you enjoy those? Oh, I felt like I was there, boys. You did really well. I don't want to praise you too much, but no, I do have to take my hat off. That was amazing. Well done, boys. i tell you what, we're going to head off to
2: a special guest tonight. He's We, we spoke about him. He's one of Australia's best wrestlers, he, if not one of the best wrestlers in, in the, the world. world yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, do you want to do the intro, Welshie?
0: Well, he is the sniper of the skies. Robbie Eagles. Thank you, Robbie, for joining us.
6: Uh, you're very welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having me.
2: Robbie, congratulations on your career so far. You're still a, a young man under 30 years of age, and when you look back at what you've achieved so far, you must be pretty proud of that.
6: Uh, I definitely am. I don't, I don't feel very young, though. So <laughs> thank you guys for giving me a bit of a wrap on that
0: one. Ah, uh, uh, for sure. Your match on the weekend, uh, a lot of really good judges are calling it the best uh, wrestling match they've ever seen live. Uh, did, did it feel like that when you were in the ring?
6: I, I think when you put someone like Will Ospreay in the ring, he's able to pull that from a lot of different people. And uh, I'm fortunate to say that I'm one of those people that, you know, what a lot lot of fans call chemistry or, you know, magic. Uh, I think that's what we produce when we get in the ring together. So I I would like to think that it was a match that people are talking about for the right reasons. Do I think I could have done better? Uh, Always. But, I mean, I managed to go off the victory. So that was something that I had my target set on and my sight set on and, you know, I achieved that goal.
5: Um, on that Will Osprey match, at the end of the match, he handed you uh, the Japanese flag. The, can we read something into this? <laughs> I mean, your guess is as good as mine, really, because that was a spare-of-the-moment thing that I think William did. And uh, whether
6: that's a passing of the torch or whether that's sort of like an invitation, I'm not too sure what to make of it just yet. But I think everyone's aware that I, I'd love to get myself over to the land of the rising sun again. I... I did a tour with a company called Zero One Pro Wrestling in 2012 and it's been, what, six years since 2012 and I, I definitely want to get myself over to somewhere like New Japan Pro Wrestling and submit myself as an Australian wrestler and represent our country in such a great promotion.
3: Does that mean, now that you've he did pass that flag like Jay mentioned, does that mean we can start the campaign of getting uh, Robbie Eagles booked in the... 2019 Super Juniors just like uh, it was earlier this year? Mate,
6: I missed out this year so whatever you guys want to do to help me out, I would definitely appreciate
3: it. Well, I hope all the listeners out there go to Twitter and let's start that campaign nice and early this year.
0: Well, there's a big tournament... Sorry, there's a big tournament that you are booked for coming up in about a month's time. Uh, What's it like (laughs) to get booked for bowler?
6: It's pretty surreal, to be honest, guys. Like, I mean, I'm, I was a kid that was watching PWG back in the day and uh, I used to draw inspiration whilst I was training and watching Battle of Los Angeles from the past and to be able to be a competitor, not only really a competitor, but representing Australia to uh, one of them three um, to do so, you know, Drana Rock being the only person that did it last year and this time he's joined by myself and Adam Brooks. Um, it's, it's very surreal and it's going to be one of those moments where I do take some time and just stand in that globe theater and realize, wow, this is something I, I never thought that I was going to get to. And it was one of those things that a lot of people would say that you're never going to get this or you're never going to achieve that. And a lot of those things that people used to say to me when I first started in business that it's there are actual possibilities now. They're, they're actually happening to people I know. Just look at the iconic Spillie K and Peyton Royce, You Royce. Know, they would have been told the same thing,
5: but look where they are. Um, yeah, a couple of handy winners of uh, Boulder, that's for sure in the past. Uh, one of them, um, you've had uh, quite a couple of matches against, Zack Sabre Jr., um, a very unique style. Uh, what's, what's it like being in the ring with him? It's extremely difficult to be in
6: the ring with Zack Sabre Jr. because he's able to manipulate your own body in ways that no one else can possibly imagine. He just sees wrestling in such a scientific way that he's able to just break you apart limb from limb. And he just makes you hurt from the fact that you can't get out of his holds or he puts on holds that are so painful that you have no choice, but to, you know, do what most wrestlers think is very humiliating and that's tap out.
3: I, I was reading an article you did with uh, our friends at Going Over Wrestling. Uh, the biggest thing that I took out of it was you saying that the Australian talent and the, uh, the wrestling promotions, they're putting on stadium-sized performances for smaller venues. Do you want to just touch on that, That how good our product is, or the, our local product, you know, but we just need to grow it, get more eyes on it? you just want to touch what you meant by that?
6: Yeah, so my my theory on that is that, you know, I believe for a long time, even before 12 months ago, that the wrestling that was happening here in Australia was blowing people away when they did see it. But because it was kind of like tucked away, almost like a hidden gem because of our geographical location, no one really knew it was taking place. And because of that, even within our own country, things like venues and event managers and stuff like that they, they didn't realize what they had on their hands when we would walk up to them and say, hey, we want to put on a wrestling show here. And a lot of them would sort of, you know, almost poo-poo on it or snob their nose. And what that meant is we, we didn't have many options of where to go. So we were going to things like small RSLs or community halls because they were easily accessible and they, they would work with us and allow us to perform. Um, but I think that's changed a little bit. Just look at PWA. They're performing at max Watts. Uh, I've been personally to Max Watts, formerly the Hi-Fi, formerly the Forum. And that's a historic venue for live music, other forms of entertainment. And we're putting on, you know, shows, like I said, stadium-sized shows, things that belong at places like Tips Bank Arena or, um, you know, arguably the MCG, but maybe maybe closer to um, the smaller stadiums.
3: Yeah, something the, like there's, Festival there's, Hall, I think. Out, over like, Arena. yeah.
6: Yeah, red labor definitely red labor. That's um, you know I was fortunate enough to be in there for a WWE tryout a few years ago, but I, I feel like the you could have booked a card with all the people that were there in that tryout because it was really a who's who of the top of Australian wrestling that year, and uh, you could have put the card there, filled with those guys and girls, and it would have been a stellar show. Um, but, you know, we've been renowned for being in the community halls and stuff like that, so we've kind of been tucked away. But the talent has always been above and beyond. It's just once people see it, whether they're foreign wrestlers from outside of Australia coming to compete with us, and once they see our talent in a training environment or at the shows, they always walk away and they go, wow, you guys are really good. Um, and I think the fans are starting to catch on to that. And the beauty of it is our fans in this country are kind of feeling like they're part of this exclusive club that... They get to see the stuff before it's cool or mainstream, if that makes sense. Like they're they're the ones that noticed it first. It's kind of like when you hear a song for the first time and not everyone's into it yet, and then it catches onto mainstream radio, and you're always in the back of your mind. Like I remember when I was the only one that knew that song. That's what it's like for Australian wrestling. Uh,
2: Robbie, for that to happen though, does there need to be more corroboration between the actual uh, the actual wrestling uh, promotions around uh, around the country? Uh, while, while there's so many different wrestling promotions they, and they keep pulling opposite ways, it seems like that makes it very hard.
6: Yeah, I know I know what you're, you're talking about. I think we're already heading in that direction, to be honest. Uh, a lot of the, the top tier elite promotions are starting to work together anyway. Um, the, the worst part is we all try not to clash states, but it's almost impossible being in different states. And ideally, all the events, we want to have the best of the best. And in order to do that, we need to have access to talent from each state.
5: Um,
6: But I think we are moving in towards uh, a direction, whether it's a year from now, whether it's two years from now. I'm not too sure on the actual timeline, but I think there's going to be a point where a tour will happen across Australia and it will be run and solely driven by Australians and Australian promotion. And it's going to do well. I can feel it coming.
0: Well, you're going to be in Melbourne this weekend for MCW 100, which... Is probably one of the more stacked cards I've definitely seen advertised. You're in a six-pack challenge match. Uh, you got any thoughts on the opponents, your opponents for Saturday night?
6: It's a very interesting dynamic of people in this matchup, and uh, I wasn't expecting it in the least. So to get thrown into the deep end or something like that, it's it's going to be very interesting. You know, you've got you've got a veteran like Mike Burr, who I've wrestled many, many times, and. Arguably, he's still one of the hardest hitters in our country. Uh, JXC has been on the up and up since he started in wrestling and he's constantly improved himself. And he's a fan favorite for a reason because he has a very explosive character about him. He's very fan oriented and he gets pumped up when the fans are behind him. So I'm sure he'll have his A game with a lot of Melbourne locals supporting him. Uh, The Philippe brothers, I've been fortunate enough to get in the ring with stevie's elite before but i've never wrestled home so not too sure what to expect from him i know he's kind of had a bit of a a a more aggressive side to him than say stevie but uh stevie's offense is is super dynamic and he's he's very much i think going to be one of the the future of australian wrestling and then you know last but not least by any means is uh the firing squad zone bad luck Farley. um I don't really have any words about Farley because he's just a monster of a human being. And, you know, being able to go to the Farley Dojo earlier this year and train underneath him, um, I know how tough he really is and how, t- how much he trains his students to be the toughest they can be. That comes from firsthand experience. So <laughs> I know he's going to be coming to put a belt on all of us. Uh, whether he can catch me or not, that'll be a different story.
2: That's a very good point. Uh, your brother, Ryan,
6: is he still wrestling as well? Uh, I believe he's wrestling in Canada now. So, yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, he's a local to Canada at the moment. He's been wrestling for PWA over there because it's kind of like you can take PWA from the boy, but you
3: can't take <laughs> uh, the boy from PWA. Uh, yep, uh, we'll just – got a selfish question. I, I've got a – It's because you're a selfish person. Well, yeah, that's why we're doing this whole podcast, isn't <laughs> it? exactly right. Yeah, uh, I've got a – Wrestling trip planned for the end of the year, start of next year. I'm going to Wrestle Kingdom. You're not going to
2: ask him to come with you,
3: eh? (laughs) I'm actually hoping he might be there uh, as a performer. What was it like wrestling in uh, the historical Corrigan Hall?
6: It's it's amazing. Um, That was a place that, obviously, I had grown up watching Japanese wrestling as a, a younger teen and even... Uh, more so when I started training in professional wrestling before I had my first match, Japanese wrestling heavily influenced me. And uh, the people that I watched from the independent scene that were also influenced by the Japanese wrestling scene is what made me turn to that. And, you know, I, I was watching the likes of uh, Misawa and Kobashi, Toshiaki Kawada, uh Junakiyama, a, a lot of Noah, to be honest, back in the day. Uh, so the early days of Kenta and Narifuji, and there was even a tag match uh, between uh, those two, and it also involved uh, Koto Ibushi and Taiji Ishimori, who obviously are both in New Japan now. Um, you know, it's, 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 I say surreal a lot, but it was more than that. Uh, I literally landed, and then four days later... Uh, After spending only two days in the dojo at that point, I debuted at Corrigan Hall. A funny story for you guys is uh, I didn't really get much communication before the match from, you know, anyone telling me anything about Corrigan Hall. And I actually made my entrance from the wrong opening. So I basically (laughs) came from behind the crowd. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, you know, there was a lot of laughter from the Japanese audience, and I was trying to work out why. And it wasn't until after the match that I was told, uh, you didn't make your entrance from the entryway. You just kind of entered from the stand. was <laughs> um, funny. So uh, it was a lot of nervous energy from me. and um, But I worked on it the next time, and I made sure I entered from the correct entryway uh, the next time I wrestled. And I, I got to wrestle there three times, and I'm very fortunate to for that. But, you know, I'm hoping that there's many more to come.
5: Um, when World Series uh, wrestling were over last, you claim uh, claimed to pin on Austin Aries, uh, one of many um, stars that you've claimed to pin on in the last year or so. Um, any chance you might go after one of his many belts?
6: Well look, he's, he's got the World Series Wrestling title and you know, World Series Wrestling being an Australian best promotion, I think it's, you know, a disgrace that especially someone like a double holds that championship and calls him the champion for that promotion. Um, so I think it's, it's very valid to say that it's it's almost a given that I deserve the championship opportunity after that that pin, considering the the circumstances of what set up that match was Austin Aries beating one of my students in Bell Pierce in an unannounced match at the start, and he tried to weasel his way out of his match with Johnny Impact that day. Um, and then he had Slacks jump me from behind and they tried to get the one up on me. But, you know, fortunately enough, Johnny came to my aid and we, we set up an impromptu tag team match to main event that show. And I don't think Aries was expecting to get pinned by a Sydney local. But that's exactly what happened. And to be honest, it happened with Heath. Uh, I did I did cop a fair amount of my, my own shots from the likes of Aries and Slacks beforehand in that match. But what he did is he took his eye off the prize and he, he bloated a bit too much in the ring and... When he thought he was going to hit that brain buster with ease, that's when I locked it on him and I got a small package that was tight enough to hold him down for the three count. And that's that's why I train three to four days a week because I work on my techniques and I'm the best I can be. And if Austin Aries is the best man that ever lived, uh, I'd like to be the best champion that ever reigned at World Series Wrestling
2: quite funny when you said it's uh nearly a given that you deserve a chance at it We've all four of us in the studio all nodded our head at exactly <laughs> the same time
5: absolutely but yeah
2: we totally agree and just in regards to you you your wrestling and uh, you went overseas of course and, and you mentioned there a few days over there you also had the opportunity to wrestle with new japan pro wrestling back here in 2018 on a couple of days talk to us about the language barrier in the in the dressing rooms is there a language barrier do most of the guys speak english or is there a lot of japanese talking do you sort of feel left out of the conversation a bit i mean, there's certain situations
6: where you feel left out of the conversation but that's rightfully so i mean even earlier this year i was uh I was in Tokyo for uh, my honeymoon, so for a bit more personal reasons than wrestling. But it, it's the same when you go to any foreign country that you know doesn't speak the same language that you speak, um, even when they come over here. But generally, most of them speak enough to get by, and you can have you know most of a conversation, and everyone understands everyone. I think that comes with a place like New Japan having so much foreign talent. Uh, they kind of have to be able to, to speak English to a degree because of the, the foreign talent
0: insights that they have. Um, I saw you parachuted into a main event a couple, about a month and a half ago at BCW uh, where I think Sid Parker had been injured and you uh, came down and sort of saved the day. And I saw you, it's the first time I've ever seen you work uh, a heel uh, role, but I think I've never seen you have more fun in the ring. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, the different psychology?
6: Uh, Look, people say that a lot. Um, I don't know what it is, if it's something in the air or if it's something about the buildings that I walk into. But some days I'm just a little more pissed off than others. And that was one of those days. Maybe I didn't have enough coffee in the morning. Um, Maybe it was just uh, the attitude that I was getting given by someone like JXT. Uh, Maybe I didn't appreciate Dowie's Dowie's colourful gear that night. Not that I'm against anything that he represents, but maybe it just triggered me the wrong way, almost like a bull seeing red. Um, but in terms of having fun I have have fun every time I wrestle and if you guys thought I had more fun that time, that's awesome because that means that you enjoy what I'm doing more. The one thing that I did on that is because it was almost like a one shot for BCW I I don't know, they might bring me back uh, but I haven't received the call yet is you don't know what the ramifications will be so I kind of just let go and it is what it is if I win, I win, if I lose I lose, so be it but you know, I just I just went out there to give it to both Dowie James and JXT, and the fans gave it back to me, so I gave it back to them, which I think was a little bit unexpected. But uh, you know, sometimes
5: you have to throw the middle fingers in the air. Yep. Uh, Tony mentioned a bit earlier about the New Japan Pro Wrestling tour. Um, becoming a New Japan Pro Wrestling fanboy, I'd I'd love to know uh, how how was it uh, being in the ring against. Uh, one of the best tag teams in the world in our uh, evil and Sonata, like just their chemistry and their feel. Yeah.
6: Well, they're definitely something else. I mean, the way that they're able to hit you from different angles and you can tell that they've gelled so well as a team because they just know where each other is at all times. And Moretti and I definitely felt that. And the funny thing is that was the first time that Nick Moretti and I had been a formal tag team. So we, we got faced with the task of trying to mesh as a tag team, being more often than not enemies in the wrestling ring, and we had to go up against, you know, the former IWGP heavyweight champions. Uh, tag team champions, sorry. <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't an easy task by any means.
3: Ah, no, that's very good. Um, just before we let you go, Robbie, I, I want to go back to your home promotion, PWI. What's coming up next in pwa's schedule and is there any young talent we that we may not have had our eyes across have you got any uh young talent that's on their way up that we should be uh focusing on
6: well october 20 is the next event for prairies in australia and it's titled coliseum and i kind of made some statements on the night after i was able to defeat will osprey about you know Mick Morini's You're Gonna Notice Us movement that started last year and that's kind of part of what's made Australia buzz around the wrestling world but my thing is if people are still not noticing uh, then I say to hell with them Uh, let's just keep doing our thing because then it's cooler for us as Australians to to enjoy this absolute top tier wrestling matches that are happening all over our country and I think the challenge has kind of been set we're looking to have some of the best from PWA and some of the best from outside of, you know, maybe New South Wales, maybe Sydney, maybe PWA. It could be a small circle or a big circle, but we want to challenge those that not only the fans, but our peers in wrestling consider the best of our country. And we want to put them all together and we want to determine who is the elite survivor, who is the number one. And, you know, it might be a guy, it might be a girl. Uh, We we don't like to bend this by gender. It's The best wrestler will come out victorious, and we're going to put a. I think it's a little tournament that we're doing that's going to be much bigger than a little tournament. It's going to be something
2: huge. Sounds fantastic, Robbie, and we so look forward to seeing that and uh, much more of your work over the next uh, few years at least, and uh, definitely looking forward to your work this weekend at uh, MCW 100. It's going to be a ripper of a weekend. Thanks for your time today. We really do appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to catching you again soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you
6: having me on, and make sure you come say hi on Saturday.
2: Uh, eat your vitamins, say your prayers. What you gonna do, brother? Hulk Hogan, a real American. And a it was re- his birthday s- the other day. Oh, was it was a really happy birthday, Hulkster. Hey, look who's a. R- I wonder how he se- celebrated it. Yeah. Um, probably with vitamins. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Robbie Eagles, great interview, boys. Fantastic.
3: What a star he is. Ah,
2: oh, he's he's one of the best
0: wrestlers in the world.
3: In the world, not just Australia. Definitely in the world, one of the best.
2: Yeah, fantastic. Great to have him on our program. Hey, uh, let's wrap up the show because it's been a big one tonight. Uh, MCW, give us a preview, boys. MCW 100.
0: With Robbie Eagles, we'll be on as he mentioned earlier. Uh, obviously, I won't be attending, which is it saddens me a lot. Uh, Lyle, you and Jay, I assume, are going.
3: Well, yeah, oh, don't mind it. Yeah, it's only MCW One Hundred. It's not like you're missing anything, uh, Welshi. But
0: right, Slex versus Will Ospreay.
3: Will Osprey, of course. The the match we've been waiting for for a while now. Uh, yeah, and they got the six pack challenge that got announced, which yeah, which uh, we, talk, spoke uh, about yeah, with we spoke about. We spoke about so. That's
0: Ka- a- Kellyanne versus Madison Eagles.
3: Yeah, that's th- that'll be uh, that'll be great as well. That that'll is- be hard hitting. No, Nato yeah. versus Jonah Rock. That's oh, is one. that is that on? Yeah, you're missing oh. that one, mate. Unlucky. And
0: the championship match.
3: Yeah, it's Gowie Gai- versus Juicy. Oh, that's that'll be really good. And
0: there's a defiant women's champion mat- championship match as well with B Priestley and Indy Hartwell and Avery.
3: So, you're missing uh, Indy indie Ho- I oh, um, hope that's, that doesn't get out. That's
0: right, I apologise to her in advance on Saturday oh, for 10 minutes. Well played, minutes. mate.
5: Yeah, but besides those eight or nine really good matches, you're not
0: missing no, out a lot.
3: No. no, I'm
0: missing Underworld the night before as well. Uh,
3: yes. So,
0: yes. on this weekend, if you lived in Melbourne, it's you've huge. got Underworld Friday, MCW 100 Saturday, then you can stay home all day Sunday, watch TakeOver, and SummerSlam's on Monday. I'll be the one person in Bali. That wishes he was in Melbourne, or besides
2: all of the Balinese people. <laughs> so, Underworld Two in Elwood uh, on Friday, August the seventh. That's going to be a Ripper as well. Let's go through some of the other events that are happening well, around town.
0: I just want to mention oh, as well. Underworld yep. Two, the main event is the Women's Championship match. We mentioned it briefly last week, but I do want to give them credit for doing that. As well as um, MCW have announced an all-women's show later in
2: September. Fantastic. Which. Um, it's like glow inspired. I'm really looking forward yeah. to it. Erica Reid and Vixen in that main event on Friday. Uh, just quickly, boys, 20 seconds
3: each SummerSlam preview. We're looking forward to it? I am. Um, hoping for a cash in. That's basically all I'm really looking forward to. It's...
0: Oh, there's some other matches. I think this will be a good show. I'm looking forward to take over more. Yeah, Jay, definitely. are you here? Are you speaking?
3: Oh, yeah.
5: Here we go. Uh, well, Styles and um, Samoa Joe is the one I'm looking forward to. Mm. That's going to be a big one. And
2: Ronda Rousey will probably be crowned as the champion, I think. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, good time. No doubt. Uh, PCW Ignition infantry Gully on Saturday, August the 18th. Melbourne City Wrestling have their MCW 100. We've mentioned that. Vulcan Championship Wrestling is in Stanmore, New South Wales. Former On the Turnbuckle guest Chris Tant- Trance is going to be on the card. And uh, I believe that, that hook-up all happened basically through us. Well,
0: uh, we were slightly involved. I think, um, think Chris did it himself. We we just gave him the heads up. Maybe give Vulcan a call. And great to see Chris on the show. He's um he's a good he's a good worker. He's an experienced worker, and I hope he has a good time. And I hope his eye doesn't bust open. No, again it like was a did bit busted Saturday, open last
2: week. Yeah. Wasn't? Our new horizons pro wrestling have guardians of wrestling in Perth. Queensland Wrestling Alliance present QWA turmoil in Townsville. It is a massive weekend of wrestling in Australia. Huge, huge. Hey, yeah, around the world. We should mention, you have mentioned it, uh, Walshy, that you won't be here next week. No. Uh, but the great thing for us is that we do have a special guest host coming into the studio to replace you. JXT, folks, will be our special guest host here in the studio next week. So looking forward to that, Lyle. Oh, yeah, definitely. Actually, a professional up. in the
3: room for a change. Hey. Uh Yeah. What? Well, we're all not, we're not, not, prof- we're not
0: professional at this, but we're professional at something.
3: Yeah, that's right. That's right. We've got jobs. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's we're professional at that. But look, no, JXT is uh, one of Australia's best young talents, and it's awesome. It's going to be awesome for you guys to have someone of my standard filling in for me. Yep.
2: Hey, speaking of standard, uh, you remember that Christopher Daniels interview I did? a uh, few weeks so back don't remind me i told I've you never to do I'll anything infamous like that again. is the word i reckon i've bettered it are we still round? calling that an interview <laughs> I, I okay
0: <laughs> How you've bettered oh, it like everything we've, down we've down done Benican. previous and since has bettered no, no, that this, interview this
2: is this is so much better i was able to call, catch up with one of the one half of the brand new tag team champions at PCW on the weekend at Geelong hang on hang on
0: the the tag team champions at PCW are the Brotherhood, Wake and Sid. Correct. I caught
3: up with they one don't, half
0: of them. They don't. Do
3: they? Uh, uh, Sid's a dinosaur. I, Sid is a dinosaur. Wake's a lunatic. Uh, I know I wasn't there for the live podcast. I can't apologise enough. Are you saying you got this tone? <laughs> what were the other two boys doing, mate? Right, That's a, And that's a we, damn good he question. He was
0: making us pack up all of the equipment for him. Nah, fair all, call.
2: That was a really, really good question. Uh, without further ado, <laughs> let's have a listen to me interviewing one half of the tag team champions. Expecting the best. Well, we were lucky enough to see the title, the tag team title, change hands here tonight. Ah. And it was, of course, Sid Parker and Wake. Congratulations, Ah. Wake. Ah. 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 Mate, Ah. you must have been really happy with that win. Ah.
6: Yes, Wake. Wake and Sid happy, yes.
2: Ah. Uh, What does it mean to you to be a tag team champion? Best. Wake and Sid are the best tag team champions. Wake, Sid... Ah, ah, and, ah, ah, and I'll tell you what, the crowd absolutely love you. You really got on their side today. Ah, 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 crowd likes
6: fighting. Okay.
2: Ah, ah, well, ah, mate, we wish you all the best. Good luck with defending the Tag Team Championship from here on in.
6: Ah,
0: ah, 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 ah. I forgot
2: <laughs> What's wrong with oh, you? Uh, what? What,
3: what was what, that? Have you just, just what, what have you just played there, Tom?
2: a <laughs> great interview with Wake. What? Probably one of the more intelligent interviews that we've ever had on this show. Was, you could
3: have asked him some questions he was willing to answer. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
2: he did answer. Uh, uh, I think yeah, yeah, cause you, know, you couldn't understand him.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I thought
5: that was quite articulate, to be honest.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what I thought, too. Uh, speaking of articulate, this whole ending will be very articulate because she won't be here to say goodbye. Catch you guys next week. He won't be here.
5: I'll catch you next week. Look forward to it. Yeah, he's walking off. He's taking a hiatus.
2: JXT in the studio with us next week is our co-host right here on the Turnbuckle, part of mypodcasthouse.com. And don't forget to go to mypodcasthouse.com and check out some of our other podcasts, including Rock and Roll with Kevin Hillier, Brian Mannix and Rowan Conley. Of course, we've got Food Bites with Sarah Patterson, murphy's fishing show, And you can even catch On the Baseline, our weekly tennis show right here on mypodcasthouse.com.